0: Yo, why yo? Hello, hello. Woo-hoo. Why yo? Welcome to the Rockstar Podcast. We keep Thank it really you. rockstar over here. You me? my personal motto is hustle all day, party all night. And you definitely seem like a hustler. You seem like, you know, the next Bill Gates, the next Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> I don't know
1: about that. <laughs> the the next
0: cool. Steve Jobs, but you're doing like a whole other type of job. You have your own sex podcast. So yeah. We're well, so with the sex podcast, why did not you start the sex podcast?
1: So here's the thing. I want the world to have better sex. And I believe that if we get less scared of talking about what we actually want, then we can have that. I know that like for myself, I had such a fucking hard time communicating around my sexual desires until <laughs> until I decided to see what it was like to have a master. So I got into BDSM, which is. A kink where you get hit I was a submissive so like I was the slave he was the master it's a very if you have never heard (laughs) of it before it sounds insane until you kind of know what's happening but for me my whole sexual self was opened up by having this really explicit clear communication with this person in a totally safe space and I had orgasms like never before and I thought wow why can't more people have this and so You know, even people who aren't into crazy, kinky things, I think if we practice talking about it and just make that more normal, then I think we can all have better sex and at least, you know, be on the same page about what we want and how we want it.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. So how's your sex life?
1: So right now I'm in a weird place because I am single. Okay, so I've been single, but I am searching for new Partnership and had a two-year relationship with my master that ended in June. So
0: pause with your master. So <laughs> yeah. basically, what you're telling me is you're a sub and you're into BDSM.
1: Yes, exactly. And- so I am a. I identify as a kinky submissive. No, here's the thing. I still enjoy vanilla sex. I still enjoy a lot of types of sex, and I mostly just love being touched. But I found a specific type of freedom as a submissive because it sort of made all of my anxiety around sex just get really quiet because there was a clear frame of what we were going to do. There was explicit communication and I had safe words. So if at any moment I needed to stop or pause or do something different, I could do that. And in the meantime, I just had this person telling me exactly what he wanted, so I never had to waste any energy wondering, like, am I doing this right? Is this the right thing? Is this what he means? Because I was so, I guess, anxious and insecure for so long without realizing it. And so I want other people to, like, talk about the delicious details of sex. And here's the thing. I'm hearing back from a lot of listeners and experiencing this myself. Talking about sex is a turn-on. And I think that in the world, we have this idea that like oh if we talk about it ahead of time it'll ruin the moment that is untrue I have found more and more as I'm uh, dating around and talking to people about what they want and what I might like to have them do to me they happen to be getting very turned on so I don't think that's an issue and I just want more and more people to talk about what they want because I don't want to live in a world where rape culture is the norm
0: (laughs) so what is rape culture
1: so rape culture is I'm not giving you a scientific definition or an official definition, but I believe that we live in a world where societally the norm is a holdover from an antiquated way of being. So we grew up thinking that it is sexy and romantic for, you know, in a heteronormative situation for the boys to be the chasers, the predators to go out and chase, 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 chase. And women are supposed to say no, 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 until they say yes. And that gets a little blurry today because, Back in the 1950s, it was less okay for a woman to assert herself sexually. Today, we don't have that. So before, there was a time period where women couldn't say yes. Now we can say yes. And so the holdover is actually creating this really terrible thing of unclear communication where when women are saying no, we can't tell the difference between, like, are they saying no because they think they have to or are they saying no because... They mean no. And so that is contributing to a dynamic in which women's voices are getting ignored, and we must shift that. And so I propose a new mode of exciting sexual tension that just comes from first a clear, like, yes, I want this. And then the excitement comes from, like, how will it unfold? You know, so I can tell a guy, like, yeah, objectify me, look at my tits, tell me they're nice. But it's sexier to me when he knows that I want that word
0: yeah so how did like you being a sub dom relationship like make things better for you like what was it like oh my god it
1: was so well i mean first of all i had a master who loved to control me by giving me orgasms so like that was fucking great (laughs) um I I really get off on being tied down and being restrained and being, you know, I'm into breath play, I'm into impact play, so a little bit of choking, a little bit of hitting, and I say all of this with the caveat of I was with a partner who was experienced at doing these things. He knew how to hit me safely, we had safe words in place, so at no point was I in actual danger, it just allows me to really enjoy the rough stuff in a space that's safe where I know that I'm going to get orgasms instead of getting actually hurt, you know, unless I was like, oh, today is a day that I can get bruises because I'm not going to be naked for a photo shoot, you know, and sometimes we would negotiate that because I like getting little bruises. Um, but it just has to wait. Be- wait. wait.
0: So why do you like getting a little bruises? Why I do don't like-
1: know. It's like, a, it's a submissive thing that is kind of hard for other people to understand if they're not, a, because it's like a mark of, I mean, I don't know. Have you ever gotten a hickey? And the next day you look at it and you're like, yeah, I got a hickey or like a bite mark or something like that. It's just. To me, it's almost a little mark of just delight from the pure, sexy evening we had before. Sometimes for me, it was a lot of daytime because I was seeing a married dude who had a, an agreement with his wife that um, that he could step outside the marriage because they didn't fuck at all, which I think is bunkers you know yeah how
0: how is they married and they never fuck that's
1: crazy so since i've started this podcast i actually hear from so many married people both men and women that they do not fuck their partners and they're they're sad about it and they don't know what to do about it and so that's why i am proposing a that we talk about it more because we get so wrapped up in shame and sadness and then like people just don't fuck and then they get mad at each other and i don't want anyone to live like that you know so i think that that talking about it is the first step. and I also think that I'm very open-minded. so I I'm not monogamous. I don't necessarily believe that to love someone, you have to sleep with only them. I believe that your actions have to show love. I believe that you have to keep showing up for that person and that's a different sort of thing. But I also uh, you know, I'm not forcing polyamory or hookups on people, but I just think that a lot of people might be in happier relationships if that were an option. my personal view
0: worse so you just saying basically the communication is not there so it's it's not enough communication between people and sex yeah and you're you're like you're like that thing that's you know i guess like in business they say like a good way to start a business is to fix a problem that people have yeah you're fixing that problem in your business. I hope well, I so. from a, from a, like a, a a hustler standpoint, a business standpoint cuz you know I, I like money. I'm not obsessed with money, but I like, you know, to make money it's like a yeah. game or something. It gives you resources. You know? okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Just like a video game. This is a video game to me. Totally. You know? Right. So, wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. So, I, I I read somewhere that you're like like you want to start like your own channel or something like that yeah so
1: so i actually am in the process i mean i have four other sex podcasts i want to do one of them would interview people who have written or acted in or produced sex scenes like sex scenes we know from tv so that one would need a budget for me to do it because i'd have to get some you know famous people to talk about the work they've done because i think until we talk about the representation we're seeing on tv and in film sexually we're not going to do better and so That's I want to do an erotic book club where every week we get together and talk about either a romance novel or like a sexual self-help book and have cool guests. I want to have one where we only interview couples and moresomes. So like, you know, there are a lot of polyamorous people that have these insane configurations of like four, five, seven people and they all kind of live together. I just think that's so interesting and cool. And how do they do it? And I want to know. And then I want to have one show every week. That is the sexual news from around the world. So laws that affect our sexual health or physical autonomy, you know, that and that's five shows a week with the one that I'm already doing, which is just one on one interviews. So that I don't know, I would love to do that. I am one person doing all of this alone. And I also, you know, I make a living as a photographer. I'm also an actor, writer, director, painter, and I have another podcast I produce. So, you know, (laughs) they need a team.
0: (laughs) Wow. So like right now, like, how are you like producing your content?
1: I just do it myself. Like, I got microphones, I edit it myself, I put everything out myself, and uh, I I happen to be a person that can, I can teach myself almost anything, um, and I'm pretty good with a camera and stuff like that, so.
0: Man, welcome lot, to so the Entrepreneur's Club, man, this is tight, 2020, you can but, just yeah. be your own channel, you can, like, be your own yeah. regular station, podcast, like. Well, and that's the thing,
1: anyone can do it, and I want to support other people in being creative. In their lives, you know? Uh-oh, did I lose you again? Like, sex is a creative act, and I want people to be more creative all around, whether it's sex, whether it's art they want to do for fun, whether it's art they want to do for business to make money. Like, I, I think the world will be a better place when we are all giving our creative gifts, and I really believe that.
0: Hey, so, like, you are, like, super hot, so are you just, <laughs> like, you, you mentioned, like, you're, like, a, like, you do acting, you know, like, all that type of stuff, so... It's like, how does that work? Which part? Like, all being an actress. I don't know. know So,
1: here's the thing. I can't figure out how hot I am. Like, if I am very honest, I know people are sexually attracted to me. I'm very comfortable with that. I get rejected a lot. Like, one of the guys that I'm trying to pursue a little bit right now, he keeps saying he likes me. I have not fucked him yet. I'm just like, wait, but do you want to? And he keeps saying yes, but I can't get him on a date so like I have this experience a lot where I just feel kind of opposite and same thing like I go on auditions I get callbacks I get good feedback in the room I have yet to book anything and so I think I don't know I'm just on my own path and I have checked in with myself enough that I'm like well I just got to keep doing me and see what happens and uh keep trying because I get good feedback from lovely people like you and from casting directors and from everything but uh you know, I haven't found partners. Whoa. I haven't landed a big role. You just, we'll just dropped the
0: gym. You just dropped the gym. We got to stop there. That's the gym of the day, people. Well, when you want to do what you want to do, you got to just do you and let it happen. Yeah. Well, why just you said? That's like the most amazing thing I've probably heard in at least the last 48 hours.
1: But don't you agree? Because it's like, that's what you're doing. You're doing your thing. And it's like, you have, you have to. If you feel called to do a thing, you can't not do it. Like, you got to do it. You got to keep going. And it's hard sometimes. And it feels stupid, but, like, luckily now I have a bunch of listeners that are saying nice things to me. But, honestly, sometimes that's what keeps me fucking going because it's, it's you know, people look at Instagram and they see me being naked and I post a lot of smiley pictures. But I also try to be real with people and be like, hey, sometimes I'm in a dark hole of computer screens and it's lonely in there and I do all this work and, you know, you see the the tip of the iceberg, basically, so... I mean, you know, it's a lot to balance. I don't know how you're partying at night and being a person during the days. Like, I get sick if I party, so I can't even drink a drink. <sighs> so sad.
0: I mean, I'll be drinking a lot of water, though, mostly. You know what I'm saying? That's good.
1: Know. No, but, like, my body rejects alcohol. I get really, really sick if I have more than a couple sips of a drink. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are getting attacked by Internet ghosts
0: or whatever you got to do to get it done.
1: Wait, no. We are getting attacked by internet ghosts and I will not have it because this is going well. Hey, internet, please be good. Internet.
0: your personal reward? Wait,
1: ask me again. Ask me again. Can you hear me? No, almost like now I can maybe try again. Hello, 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 testing, internet ghost, testing, testing, internet ghost. Can you hear me? Hello? 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 Fucking internet ghost.
0: Yo, internet you, ghost, man. Wait. They got us. Can you hear me?
1: Now I can hear you. This is good. This sounds really good.
0: All right. Awesome. Now we're we're good.
1: Okay. Ask me that question again.
0: I don't know what what was I saying last. I for, I, for I have no idea
1: you. I couldn't hear you because the right, internet cool. goes for eating us.
0: So like what's your personal reward for yourself? Like me, like all right, I'm gonna do what I got to do all day. I'm gonna hustle all day, you know, for anybody, I might be going to your job, I might be going to the gym, I might be yeah. reading a book, that might be going to school, that might yeah. be editing your content, I might be recording, that might be doing whatever you need to do, you know. Yeah. Might be meditating if that's a part of your 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 it regimen, is. your grind, whatever it, totally it is. is. Yeah. Right. So you're doing that all day, and then at nighttime, I reward myself with the party, which is still a part of what I want to do—like the passion, the fun. It's all mm. it right? You know. Yeah. So like, yeah. What's that reward for you in life, like?
1: All right. So if I'm very honest, uh, I didn't take a break for way too long. And this past spring, I was like, I don't feel good in my life. What? I wonder why. Like, I feel so shitty. And I realized I hadn't taken a vacation since the previous July because I was supposed to have Christmas off, but I got jury duty. So I am a workaholic and I'm working on that. But now since August, I sort of realized I needed to shift my life. So I started going out of the house more. And lately it's been dating and like. Sex is my reward, or going on dates is my reward, and having that social contact and actually making an effort to get out into the world with friends, to go on a hike, to go to the beach. Like in August and September, I got out of the house more than probably in the previous year, (laughs) like easily. And so for me, now I'm making more of a conscious effort to go out into the world and, like you said, like go, I don't know, for me, I want to go to dinner. I get overstimulated by really loud noises. So I'm not like at club singing like you are. Like I saw some of what you do and that's fucking cool. So maybe soon. But um, I also really love baths and hot tubs. I love, I have a rooftop hot tub that is my happy place and I can overlook downtown. And it's one of my favorite places to invite friends to chill. So that's literally one of my favorite things in the world.
0: Wow. So like what's, what's like, great sex to you what's like the the best sex
1: that is such a good question i love touches i love being touched i love being touched in so many ways and i also really like feeling connected to the person and like like they aren't just touching me to try to please me i want them to touch me to please them and hopefully we have some overlap in what pleases them pleases me So I like slowness. I love making out. Like, I just, I love starting with a good make out. If we go straight to fucking, again, I like all the things, but I really like it if it's long and drawn out and has lots of touching. Um, And that can be with fingers, it can be gentle, and then it can be harder. Like, I like to be hit. I like to get slapped around a little bit. I like to be held down. Um, But again, if someone doesn't want to do that to me, I'm totally happy to have an entirely sensual make out. I... I will say I'm fucking fantastic at blowjobs and I love them. I learned to deep throat a couple years ago when I was with my master. And that is one of my favorite things to do, like for myself, not just to please someone, but also that. But it's like, I also have learned that I can't do that too early on or boys lose their fucking minds and then they can- they don't touch me enough. So I, I have to, you know, <laughs> dull it out in good time.
0: What do you mean, like, they lose their mind and don't touch you enough? Like, it's like, so silly.
1: Well, because, like, so I, like, not to brag, but maybe to brag a little bit. Like, when I start giving a blowjob, if I then am, like, throat fucking them, which is a thing I love to do, um, it's almost like they get so distracted, then they get excited to fuck me with their cock, which, again, I'm very into, but I want a hand on my pussy. Like, I want someone to finger me. I want someone to, and not to orgasm, like, just, I just want to be touched. I want to be grabbed. I want I don't mind a finger up my butt. If you have fingers in both holes and you're moving around, great. You know, do I need that every time? No, but I just want someone to play with me. And so I just want it to be about the exploration of like bodies touching bodies and fingers going everywhere and like being licked everywhere and touched everywhere and kissed. Like I love kisses and I love when people grab my head or if I'm wearing a collar since I don't have, you know, I don't have hair so you can't pull my hair. Um, but if I'm wearing a collar, pulling onto that a little bit. And again, all of this is in the, in the context of consent-based, telling them what I want. I have a safe word. So if at any point I need to stop anything, um, I feel safe. But it's like I love, I love gentle and rough touches. And I love the back and forth. And I love that mixture of pain and pleasure. You know, and if you want to like... I'm also open to group sex. I ha- I don't have um I only have experience in threesomes and that's still somewhat limited because it's like you got to get a good mix of people together it, who can communicate and be open and I think just love touching. So I don't know if that's a good answer because it's like I do love so many things, but basically I just want it to last a little bit longer so that I can be touched and I want to feel engaged and I want to feel Like the excitement of the journey, if that makes sense, and not just you know, not just the fucking. (laughs) Although that, but that too,
0: (laughs) I like it all. That all makes like perfect sense. So, here's a good question: Like, where do you meet people though? Now, like, I don't know dating aspect. I'm
1: I'm panicking. So, um, I went on OK Cupid. I've swiped a little bit there. I'm I'm really struggling to communicate with people because I'm really talking explicitly about sex and what I like and that has turned a few people off if I'm honest and you know that feels shitty but it's also okay because I know I'm communicating in a way that a lot of people aren't used to and you know people are surprised when I'm like "Hi, can I send you nudes right away?" and I'm like "No, I still want to get to know you," but I know from my own past experience that I can be the sexual person that I am and still be respected and still form a connection if that's what the other person wants. And If they don't want to form a connection, like an emotional connection, that's fine too. I would just rather know that so that if I'm engaging with them sexually, I don't get my heart broken. Like I can have my own different sets of boundaries. And so what I'm experiencing is a lot of people like think I don't care about them because I'm open to sex. And that is such a fucked up notion that I want to change in the world. So I don't know where I'm going to meet people. I might get back on set life. Um, I'm trying to go out in the world. I might go to more kink events or just... I don't know. I also do meet people like I'm very smiley out in the world and I make a lot of eye contact. So sometimes I meet people on the street, but I'm really shy and I have a hard time filtering. You know, if I see someone in the world that's cute, like, how do I know if they're single? How do I know if they like bald women? How do I know if they want to fuck me? How do I know if they're kinky? You know, there's so much unknown. Um, I don't know. I'm open to advice if you have any about where to meet people.
0: man i just had a great idea for you what man. is it, it just popped into my head tell me man you should meet people at parties
1: i don't go to parties though because i can't well you should
0: come to my parties really? and like you know you should like host one of my parties or something right okay and what then are they like? just,
1: i mean may- i'm open to it i'm just shy i'm shy
0: well they're just just regular parties like they're usually like in hollywood or like downtown la at a warehouse or oh something like that but or if not it's just in hollywood at like a bar yeah. or a club some type of venue and then oh man oh my gosh <clears throat> i need to drink some water i'm choking on it. drink it, drink it. don't choke
1: please don't choke we need you don't choke you have too many yeah. people relying on you in this world
0: word okay i'm back now yeah the alkaline water is good but yeah. yeah so just like at a bar club in hollywood and then we just play like music sometimes there's like people performing and then usually it's like a smoking area for people that want to smoke like yeah. cigarettes or weed in the back yeah I'm and we just that. play. yeah and it's just like a, a bar where you can get drinks or you can just dance okay. or you can just chill and talk here's to people here's my
1: question how do you talk to people when it's so loud i feel like my brain shuts down and i literally can't hear like i might I might be one of those weird people that, like, needs to wear headphones or something because I don't know how to meet people in loud places.
0: (laughs) I think people just have to be, like, learn how to be sociable. You feel me? And, like, I think that's something. Because you
1: seem very – you seem like you have an ease about you socially that I would love to practice, and I don't have that
0: word all right so i think it's not just you right i think it's just our whole generation yeah like this what we grew up through like this made us like this so we grew up in a generation like where we're deeply exposed to the internet right we're talking about like myspace facebook those like websites changed the world and how people communicate right so our generation like our growth came through those websites conquering and taking over things. So you have like MySpace, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, right? Snapchat, right? So people aren't used to connecting in in person-to-person, a club, uh, outside a library, a grocery store as they were like 20 years ago or 30 years ago or 40 years ago because of all the internet stuff that we have now and the way people communicate is mostly through internet, which is like verbal communication but it's not verbal communication it's more literary communication than anything yeah. verbal communication is actually different it requires different tools so totally. it's just like exercise if you don't exercise your mouth if you don't exercise you know, <laughs> your vocal cords if you don't exercise like speaking to people if you're not used to doing that then it's going to be an awkwardness there naturally
1: okay. i will say for myself i can go out into the world and talk to almost anyone one-on-one I experience some sort of freeze or shutdown when it's a group of people and it's loud. And because I don't drink, I'm usually on a different, um, well,
0: I don't know, fun
1: level. Or do you know what I mean? Like, so maybe I just need to eat an edible and I'll be fine and not worry about it.
0: <laughs> I think people can party however they want to party. Like, you can have fun. You could come. You could be totally sober. You could drink. You could smoke. You cannot do any of that you can just drink water you could just drink soda you could just do whatever i think it's just all about enjoying the environment enjoying the music try to dance even if you feel awkward dancing try to dance Oh, i'm Experience. such an
1: embarrassing dancer but i'll do it but that's also why i'm wiggly like because i just wanted to get less self-conscious
0: yeah i think like yeah go out there and be less less self-conscious be comfortable with being on camera like being on instagram because that's a part of life now like oh yeah you could be we could be doing something and someone might pull out their camera and it might be like a light on the camera and you should just keep doing your thing and be natural because it's like uh, uh, people in hollywood want to be actors and actresses and all this stuff and rappers and singers and whatever they want to be famous fashion stylists or whatever right so yeah. to do that you got to get comfortable being on camera so now the camera oh, totally. is everyone has it in their hand. It's just, you know, it's the same thing, you know? It's like, it just used to be one big camera at this studio and that studio, but now everybody has their own studio in their hand.
1: Yeah, and they're fucking fantastic cameras. Like, go make shit, you guys. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I love that. Uh Uh-oh, internet ghost. Fuck off, internet ghost. Internet ghost? Fuck you. I'm trying to have a conversation. Please don't ruin our conversation, internet ghost. Can you hear me? Dear internet ghost, please go away. I'm trying to have a nice conversation. Go away, internet ghost. How about The now? internet
0: ghost got us again. There. Yeah.
1: I banished him. Okay.
0: I hear hey, you. Life, have you ever like met anybody off of FetLife? life? <laughs> Tell people what FetLife life is that don't know.
1: Yeah, so FetLife life is basically the kinky facebook but like older like it's an older website it's a social networking site for kinky people So I deactivated my profile because I found it so overwhelming and I think I'm ready to go back on. I have never met anyone off of there, but I was on there with my master long ago as his submissive. So you can link up with people and show your connections and your relationships. And the thing that I hear the most is it's a good way to find community in your local area in the kink world. So they have meetups and they call them munches a lot or there's I'm not sure why it's called a munch, but it's like where people get together just to talk, not necessarily to suck. But then there also are links to sex parties or groups or dungeons or things like that. So uh, it's exploring it is probably in my future very soon, but I am always nervous just because I uh, you know, it's it's overwhelming to get a lot of attention on there when you first sign up.
0: I have a Fet Life profile, and I just thought the site was like, you know, like, how do you actually, like, meet people, like, in your area? Like, how does that work? So I have it's, no it's, idea.
1: I need to worth, explore more. Like, right. I know you can because I've talked to other people about it, but I didn't stay on long enough or, you know, spend enough time there to figure it out. So, there's a I would love so to lot like, like,
0: like, the Fet Life LA people or whatever, New York people, if I'm having parties in LA or New York, to, like, come to my parties some yes. type of way.
1: Yeah. Are you kinky? Do you want to go to a do you wanna go to a party together sometime? So we're not alone. Hello? Hello?
0: Yeah, I lost you. What did you say?
1: I said, are you kinky? Do you wanna go to a party, like a kink party sometime? <laughs> Just so we have a friend. Internet ghost. Internet ghost. What the yeah, fuck?
0: Internet ghost. So what were you saying? You said Internet something.
1: ghost. Oh, I was wait, okay. I was asking if you're kinky and if you want to go to a Fet Life party together sometime.
0: <laughs> yeah, we should. I got yeah. some parties I could take you to that are like some Fet Life stuff, but it's not a really? Fet Life like here in LA, like it's, it's like i know some i can't even talk about it really because you're not gonna okay. talk about it but don't
1: talk about it don't talk about it i respect the rules I, but I'm yeah down.
0: i can't like say the name or anything don't
1: but say the name don't say I, yeah the
0: name. i can't i can't you definitely have to respect the rules and it's just like late at night and it just goes to like six in the morning like oh my god, just yeah it's just like yeah it's crazy super crazy yeah yeah we'll go sometime but yeah but okay. uh I like fun I like doing that. I Like going on adventures. Like I look at life. Like when we were kids, Disneyland or Magic Mountain or Knights Berry yeah. Farm used to be the cool thing to go to. So yeah. everywhere's a theme park now. Everywhere there's, so, right. there's something yeah, the new. The whole
1: world is our theme park. Especially as grown-ups. we can do what we want. You know, as long as we're not hurting other people or ruining other people's lives or whatever. Like, like there's so much to explore. And that's I don't know. That's what I like about sex stuff too. Because it's there's so much out there that I just am always fucking surprised by. <laughs>
0: were like what do you what do you enjoy about being dominated
1: I love that I can just totally let go and enjoy my body and I love I mean honestly I love feeling When someone is just doing what they want to do to me, like if a dude is fucking me, or if a lady has her fingers deep inside me, or if a tongue is on me, or if I'm being held down, like, I don't have to worry about anything. I love those sensations on my body. And I just feel very present. Like I feel like I'm not worried about anything else. I'm not looping anxiously on anything. I just get to enjoy the human body that I'm in. And so that makes me feel connected to the world, and it gives me this energy for my art if I'm honest. <laughs> like i get I get so lit up by sex, and it just makes me want to go be creative in all these other ways.
0: So you create like art, like pictures.
1: yeah, I take I take photos. That's my money job. Um, I also take photos for funsies. I paint and I want to do some collage work where I combine my nude photography with the circles that I paint. Um, I'm also a writer and I have a lot of ideas for films I want to make and things I want to be in. But then, you know, I kind of am at the point where when I come up with an idea, I see how it would stretch across mediums. So I'm like, oh, here's what the art exhibit would look like. And here would be the interactive portion. And here's the movie that would be in theaters. And here are the clips that I'd have online. And here's how people could participate in their own Way And so that's actually what my wiggling is about. That's like, I probably won't get to make this movie for two to five years, but it is a body positive science fiction horror musical comedy that's about wiggling. And so wiggling takes over the world and there are aliens and it's silly and it's funny, but it's. At the end of the day, it's about embracing our body and those parts that we're supposed to have so much shame around and just not letting it be so serious. And so What in- parts
0: are the parts you're supposed to have shame around?
1: Oh, just like nobody wants to show off their cellulite. And so that's why I like wiggle the wiggliest parts and I show off my stretch marks. And, you know, and there's some people that are super into those things, but I would say... That's only just now starting to change in a mainstream way. So now we're seeing catalogs with like athletes who are curvier or, you know, now for the first time ever, women are not being photoshopped in magazines since that existed. And so, so I think that we're ready for that. And I think if we have a movie that celebrates, so in my wiggle movie, um, that each there's a way to celebrate each specific thing. So like a pimple is prized for something. Your cellulite gets a special, you know, everything has its own kind of superpower. And uh, it's just very silly and very funny. And I think that by wiggling and not being afraid to see my stomach move in waves or to watch my arm skin flap around, it makes me love my body more. And it makes me less crinkly about the things you know, where I feel as a woman, we're pressured to be perfect. We're supposed to have great boobs and butt and everything and be muscly and not too muscly, but you know, all of that stuff. And I'm lucky that I have a pretty good natural body. Like I got really lucky genetic wise. I don't work out enough. I just turned 30. So I need to probably start doing that. Otherwise I will, who knows, but regardless of what we look like, I think we need to love the body that we are in. And so that's what I want to do with wiggling.
0: Wow, that sounds like some Michael Jackson type of stuff that just, like, killed the world, you know, because people so. have so much, like, self-hatred yeah. because of, like, society's, like, you know... Yeah. Conformity, or and they make money off
1: of it, and I want to make money (laughs) off of joy. Like I want, and I, I believe that we can be a a more powerful world when we are living in self-love and raising each other up and celebrating the art or whatever, you know, whatever fucking nice things we each other are doing. It costs me nothing to be like, hey, you're awesome, and so I've started doing like in the work that I do, I support other artists, and I'm trying to create community of humans who want to love and support and celebrate each other because. That's a way better way to live than to live in the hatred that is dividing us, my opinion.
0: (laughs) That sounds awesome. You sound like... I've never heard anything so awesome. (laughs) You said amazing things today. You said, make money off of joy. That's amazing.
1: But, yeah, and, like... I think it's possible. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm naive, but I actually I don't know. What do you think? I feel like that's
0: I think t- it's highly possible. Yeah. I think you know, it's all about what you manifest, like what you say out of your mouth and what you believe and what you work towards will happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Seems like that's what you're doing.
0: Yeah, like we are we we are are whatever we wanna be. Like I made a I made an album called The World Is Mine. It's like an acronym, you know, but if you listen, you'll understand. But it's whatever you want to be, whoever you are, whatever you want, whatever you're doing. Says you want to be the next ravioli guy, you know, (laughs) you wanna
1: I mean be the next chef boy RD.
0: You can do that. You could be the number one ravioli guy in the world. Yeah. Whatever you want to be. Says you want to invent a new sport that was similar to basketball or football or baseball or volleyball, and I was on TV. You could do that. They did that in some movie like a long time ago. Basketball or something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah.
1: yeah. So I want to bring into being a new way of understanding and celebrating sex. And that's that's my I guess that's my current life mission. And then I want to make funny, sexy, sci-fi movies about about those themes.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Have you ever seen Tank Girl?
1: No, I haven't. Somebody else recently oh, asked me about that. I guess I got to go watch it. Yeah.
0: You definitely got to go watch Tank Girl.
1: Okay. I got to go watch it. There are so many movies I haven't seen. I went to film school, but I grew up on a farm. And so my entire life, people have been like, have you seen this? And I was like, no, I didn't watch anything growing up. But I know a lot of stories. And so it's I'm still catching up. So I love recommendations.
0: So like, what was it like growing up on a farm? Like... Did you lose your virginity on the farm? Uh,
1: no, I tried to. And I didn't lose my virginity until I was 19 because I got rejected the first three times I tried to have sex. Um, you
0: got rejected? I got
1: rejected. And here's the thing. I was cute. It's not an ugly thing. These people definitely wanted to have sex with me, but they were stopping themselves because I was a virgin. Um, and even though I was like, hey, I want to do this. I'm very clear on what this means to me. I'm not going to try to like marry you. You know, Um so, no, my my growing up on a farm was great. I had a lovely, wonderful family. I was not particularly social because of it. We lived so far away from people that I didn't, you know, grow up with much of a social life. I did a lot of chores because my parents were in the military before I was born. Or my dad was still while I was alive. But um. So, yeah, so it was like do your chores, work hard, be loving, contribute to society, make sure, you know, before before we come inspect your weeding job, make sure you've pulled all the weeds, do a good job. chores must be completed by eighteen hundred. So there was a, I grew up in a very loving but strict but supportive, but you know do your chores kind of household. And uh, it was great. We had a lot of dogs running around. We got to play in the mud, and uh, I loved it. Oh, wait. Ask me again. Fucking internet ghosts. Get out of here, internet ghosts. Okay.
0: Like wanting to having sex. Like so you you asked them or you, it was like a boyfriend.
1: Can you start the question over again? Because I couldn't hear the first part of it. Oh no wait. It stopped again. Hello. 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 How about here? now? Yeah, now I'm here. Okay. Okay, go.
0: Okay, awesome. So look, you said you got rejected by three guys and you're like a hot farm girl so like how did that happen like where did you meet these three guys what was each like conversation like in making it happen or talking about it or or what have you
1: so one of them was a guy I'd had a crush on for a long long time we'd been to high school together um two of them actually and they were dudes that I was hooking up with in other ways and one of them what one other them,
0: ways were you hooking up with them?
1: Oh, like one of them was the first dude I gave a blowjob to. And he was Catholic and wanted, at the time wanted to save himself for marriage. So that wasn't happening. And I didn't pressure him. But like I thought he would be a likely candidate because we were exploring stuff together. And so that didn't happen. Um, one of them I had a huge, huge crush on. And he was a couple years older than I was. And we, he I, – dude, I don't know what his deal was eventually we fucked like years years later but but there were two times with him that he rejected like and i'm like just the tip was in and then he changed his mind. So like, that's the level we were at. And I was like, please. And he was just like, no, I can't. So, and then the third one, I was in college and he's a good friend to this day. And we eventually ended up hooking up, but he was just like, I can't fuck a virgin. He was like, I would like to have sex with you. He's like, but it's too much pressure. I don't, I don't know. Um, You know, so they were all people that I was involved with and we were making out and doing, going down on each other and giving each other hand jobs and stuff. But like, or each other hand I guess touching each other, but but then they just didn't want to put it in. And I just thought that was so silly because I had such a clear handle. And and it's not like I don't get rejected today. Like I I have come on to a couple people in the last 2 months that just ghosted me when I when I said, "Hey, I'm interested in getting to know you better sexually and or romantically depending on what you're up for." And they just didn't even fucking respond. And these are like people that I know. So, um so I don't know, I have a little bit of a different experience. I think I'm nice, I think I'm open and I guess something about that is I don't you tell me is it terrifying if I was just like, "Hey, what do you think? Like, why? What's happening?" <laughs>
0: I just wanted to, like, hear what happened, like, hear your story, like, it sounded like a movie, you know, just, like, you don't hear that often, like, a hot girl got rejected for, for sex. I know, I seem to have, I
1: seem to have the opposite experience of many people, uh, in the world, is kind of what I'm noticing, but that's, here's the thing. Do you know what,
0: I, I I think it's this, like, you say you're a sub, right, Yeah. and, you are a sub if you say you're a sub, but there's like this dominant side to you as well, right? Yeah. Like, you, like you have this dominant energy where you know what you, you want. It's right? a, when you're it's a sub, tricky
1: you... spot because I also am at this point a little more experienced than a lot of people because of trying. Because I have a sex podcast and I'm actively interviewing people about their sex lives and learning. And so it puts me in a strangely dominant position in the dynamic. But I'm like, hey, no, here's what I want. Let me tell you about it. But also I can't teach you because I'm the submissive. And so you're right. There's a little bit of a paradigm shift. But when I was starting out, I don't know what the fuck. I just wanted to lose my virginity and people did not want to fuck me.
0: (laughs) That I think that in itself, I think you've always been the same person. Just just from talking to you today like from what you shared so far like you've always like you know what you want like a lot of people don't know what they want they think they know or they're not sure or they're looking for something so you know what you want and you're saying like yeah put it in let's go and (laughs) you're like oh shit i'm kind of scared like that's kind of dominant i guess that is
1: scary i don't know i don't know how to be less scary other than just like continuing to smile and remind people that i think they're sexy and but somehow that makes people nervous too like i've been this guy that i've been talking to i'm like i think you're so sexy like i want to explore more with you and he's very hesitant so i don't know
0: word maybe it's like your true nature is a sub right yeah so you're so like really a real sub that yeah only a true dom can like handle you
1: oh maybe man you saying that makes me miss my master and that that's uh that's tough yeah
0: i mean there's always a lot of masters out there are there you got to just find the right master, you know?
1: I guess. I hope so. I hope so.
0: Are you into being a slave? Totally. Well, you just wouldn't want to be the wrong master slave. You got to be the right master slave. So yeah. let's let's talk about this now. What would be the right criteria for you to find, like, the appropriate, like, master and you being a sub?
1: I think this is this is something I'm actually still trying to figure out because I think I'm at the place where I would like to have life partnership that also includes a kinky dynamic. So not necessarily a 24-7 he tells me what to do or she tells me what to do because I'm open to both. But I because I have such a big schedule and so many things to keep track of. But I would love somebody that understands how important my creative work is to me. Like that's the basis of it. And then I want someone who really is clear on how they want to use me. I want them to want to touch me. I want them to love looking at me. I want, I want them to love, I love sending nude photos. And so I want them to love looking at nude photos. And I want them to respond with like sexy text messages that, that tell me I'm a dirty whore and they cherish me. Like I want to be degraded and also celebrated. And so that, because that's the mixture that is so delightful to me. I love being a fuck slut, but I also want to know that I am respected in that role. So it's sort of like this, you know, like I'm the slave, but they celebrate me and cherish me because I'm their favorite slave, blah, 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 blah. So I want, you know, and I want someone who.
0: Cause you're a good slave. I'm Cause you're sucking good dick slave. good. And oh my you're god. Fucking good. And I
1: and I, if I'm very honest, I so I used to be a bartender and a waiter, and I was really good at it. And it wasn't until I finally started exploring my kinky submissive side that I was like, oh, I I love giving service. I genuinely love making people happy. Like I get off on making other people happy. I mean, that said, I also want a dom who pays attention to me on a deep level, and this is what I had with my master because that was the first time that I had a partner that could consistently make me come. And so while it's not all about the orgasm for me, I want someone who knows how to make me orgasm. And then I want them to deny me that orgasm for hours. Like I want them to edge me and to almost make me come and then forbid me from coming. You know, I want all of that. I want them to order me to go down on them. I want them to order me to, you know, I'm not particularly interested in like, being submissive in the way where i like sit on my knees on a rug across the room and hold their drink all day like that's a little boring to me just because i have so much other stuff i want to do and like when i'm you know but if that were part of a thing for a few minutes or if i were put in a cage and forced to watch them fuck someone else i would fucking love that
0: <laughs> that sounds like oh a, a, a rock star night like, i mean that's a-
1: it's And that's stuff that I have done and I'm really into. And, you know, and I dream of having a dungeon someday and hosting sex parties or, you know, creating some sort of safe community where there are clear outlines of what people want so that people can feel fulfilled and happy and meet each other and meet. I want people to meet different types of people than they normally meet. And that's what I'm trying to do in my own life. So, um, you know, we get stuck in our little zones. So, like, yeah, I need to come to one of your parties and I'm sure I'd be totally out of my element, and I'm sure I'd have a blast.
0: Word, maybe in Halloween, like I'm having a Halloween party. Maybe that would be like the perfect time, you know? Because it could be yeah. like, you know, like fat life got goth, like you know, just yeah. Halloween, you know. So that would be perfect. I mean, I we'll, love that idea. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. All right, but yeah. So that's that's just you're really awesome, man. You're Thanks. like you're really awesome so you're a writer photographer yeah Yeah. actress yep podcast yep podcaster painter painter director director
1: those are the main things i got a lot of skills i've also you know i've done all the silly jobs bart i'm qualified bartender qualified graphic designer you know
0: so why what's your podcast call for everybody listening
1: so my podcast is called sex stories and you can find us on wherever you get your podcast. But if you, for some reason, can't find it there, we have a website, sexstoriespodcast.com, and that has links to everything. And on Instagram, we're at sex stories pod.
0: Are you on SoundCloud too?
1: That's a great question. I don't believe so. I, uh, I don't
0: me, know. Me either. I'm not on SoundCloud. i just ask that's, some, some
1: that's people different- are on
0: SoundCloud, but I'm not.
1: I feel like that's more for musicians. I guess I gotta research that. I'm I'm on a lot of places. Uh, maybe not wherever you get your podcast. It just huh. seems
0: like too much extra work to upload it to SoundCloud too. Like I like just yeah. using, using Anchor, and I'm, I, just, exactly. I'm I, just on all the the podcast places with Anchor. And... Exactly,
1: I upload one place and then it goes everywhere. I actually I also did start uploading to YouTube because that's. I don't know, people wanted me to, so um, we are on YouTube now. You can see what my, you can, actually that is funny because I make some really insane faces while I'm listening to people talk. I get really excited hearing people's sex stories,
0: so it's pretty cool. I think the YouTube element is just, like, way cooler, like I mean, the audio on YouTube is cool, because some people listen to it on their phones. We're not on YouTube. We only do our, like, our video on YouTube here at Rockstar (laughs) Podcast, but, you know, if The people that are passionate putting their audio on youtube that's amazing and but the video just is way cooler because it lets you like really see the videos like a tv show so yeah
1: and it's fun for people to watch i'm kind of because i'm doing everything myself i'm lazy and if i edit any parts out it's just a bunch of jump cuts but you can still see my like smiley face as i'm listening and sometimes if the guests are not shy then they're on too and it's just really fun to to see what people to see what people look like and to see how they talk about their sex lives i fucking love it (laughs)
0: So, like, how do you go about finding your guests for the podcast? Like, how do you do that? Are there people you fucked? Are there people you want to fuck? Or um, random people, you just anybody, like, how does that work? It like, started
1: it started out with friends and now a lot of them are listeners. So people message me and you know, as things are growing, I'm gonna have to figure out kind of how to filter because it's really important to me to get I don't wanna have the same type of person not that i like labeling people but i want to make sure that it's not all white girls in their 20s and that's because i was 29 when i started it that's you know damn you know, i gotta
0: listen to your podcast you got white girls in their 20s on there i oh. mean i got a
1: couple but i also i, I, I make an effort to get a broad spectrum
0: of that's people. my primary interest though like white girls in their <laughs> 20s like you know <laughs> i want to go listen right now i got
1: i you can go listen um and and it's i think but i think it's so interesting to hear people of all different all different backgrounds so yeah i i'm trying to get some people from all around the world to record and uh it's great i want to i
0: want to go celebrate all the different sex lives watch out after this podcast airs like you know a whole new audience is gonna know about you you're gonna see how how, like how hot you are well so so here's
1: the thing this is my rule around people sending me things publicly. Don't send me anything that I can't turn into art. So I'm so interested in getting nude photos from people as long as as, as long as I can put it in a collage.
0: Yo, Uh-oh. Like, yeah. Oh, hi, hi. So-
1: Did you lose me? No. What is this ghost? This ghost needs to fuck off. <laughs>
0: this, the ghost is. The ghost is jealous because he's never had a blowjob from me. That's why
1: I was going to say the ghost is like jealous of our sex combo. Um, so I was just saying that I invite people to send me nude images as long as there's something that I could use in my collage work that I want to do. Oh, fuck this ghost. 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 Sneaky fucking Ghost. Hello. Tell me when you can hear me again. I have four bars. No, no, I have three bars. No, I have four bars. Hello, hello. There you are. Hear me? Do you hear me? Hi. This is so insane. Hello? Hello?
0: Yeah, alright, now I got you. I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. Damn.
1: So, uh, I was just saying... People are welcome to send me nude photos as long as I can use them in my artwork.
0: <laughs> Word, hopefully, girls send you nude photos too.
1: Not very many, but I do invite people over from time to time to take nude photos with me, and that's one of my favorite things to do. So,
0: really, yeah, photography is like one of my like hobbies too. Like I have like yeah. a cool Canon camera, but now like since I have like this super cool iPhone, I'm just like man, like my iPhone totally kick ass pictures too
1: totally i use both i use both they're all good
0: yeah like the iphone game is just amazing like oh my god totally yeah i'm thinking about just getting like a second iphone just to have like two of them like
1: definitely do, like, not a bad idea especially if you're shooting content
0: yeah they're like 007 gadgets you know it's like yep. a swiss army knife or something i know Boy the Star. new one has
1: like three cameras or something that's crazy
0: i was like what the hell man this is like a trick. seriously. <laughs> yeah but whatever Must do something good yeah you're gonna, gonna suck her in they're gonna make me buy it so hey why not I'm, I'm addicted i need it
1: totally i mean it's cool to have a little robot in your hand that can do facial animation because it has two cameras like that is insane technology
0: that's insane like you don't even need a com- it is the computer it's the it com- is the
1: computer it's it's wild so we're living in the future i mean look at us we're having this conversation on our little robots
0: Right. Like our robots are making this happen. Our, our yeah. robots are like fucking or something and they like kept breaking up the like podcasts. I
1: was going to say that's probably what those disconnects are. Our phones are like, hi, I like you.
0: Yeah. That's probably like, they probably like, yeah, we want to ping in person. Damn.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, that's the thing that like phones really ping.
1: Yeah. They, they use do. The
0: same signal.
1: They can feel each other.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. So, what does your name mean? Yo, that's like a, oh, like awesome name, like Yo. Oh yeah.
1: So Yo is a chosen name. I started using it just about a year ago, almost October second will be my one name, my one name, my one year name anniversary. Um, it is from my favorite science fiction novel, The Moon is a Harsh Mistress by Robert Heinlein, and Yo is a character in that book, and she is a kick-ass revolutionary. And the thing I love about that book is. The moon is a colony of Earth, but it started out kind of like Australia where they sent criminals. And so it had a male to female ratio of 10 to one. So there were 10 dudes for every one female, which meant women were super duper powerful. And there's such a consent culture on the moon that if a man so much as lays a finger on a woman in a way that she doesn't want, because there are nine other dudes ready to back her up and support her choice, they just space him. So it's it's a culture where... It's so heavily consent based that if you fuck with a woman at all, you just die immediately. So I think that is so funny and amazing. And it's such a sweet book. Um, So that's where I took my uh, my artist name from.
0: That's a dope artist name. It just has like a great energy when you say like, why, yo,
1: why, yo. And, it's, and it comes with a smile when you say it. It's like, why? Like, it's it's a smiley name. And I think it's also, you know, I'm very curious. So it's the question and the answer. And I love that part about it, too. And the O has circles. And I love circles. And, you know, it's a, it's a good name.
0: So I noticed, like, your art has, like, a lot of, like, circles. Like how I'm do you
1: obsessed make... with circles. I can't stop painting them.
0: How do you make your circles so, like, 360 degrees, like, so perfect looking?
1: Oh, I trace them. I trace them and I have, for the big circles, I have, it's basically like a tape measure meets a compass. So imagine a little pencil tip on the end of like a very long ruler thingy with a pokey thing. So that's what I do for my big circles. And for my little ones, I just trace a bunch of lids. If you watch any of my time-lapse videos on Instagram, you can see me like tracing Tupperware or pot lids usually. (laughs) But that's the fun part for me. I I work, I fill in the edges, and I let them get messy, too. And sometimes it's really fun to, you know, to try to be neat and then let it get messy anyway because that's life, you know.
0: True. Very true. So you're just overall, you're an artist, and then you're just expressing yourself through different mediums.
1: Yeah. I started out being really, really – I had so much hope around my career as an actor when i was younger but not very much confidence and then i started to have a lot of shame that i wasn't more successful and over the last three years i have basically just supported myself as an artist and supported other people that way and in in sharing my creative self in all the ways i've become i don't know it's like all of my artist parts feed each other now whereas i used to feel like i can't be all of these things people won't take me seriously and now i'm like well or i could just keep making stuff and do what i want to do and so that's it's kind of been really beautiful and i'm having so much fun
0: (laughs) that's awesome man you're you're very awesome man like this was great
1: likewise you're fucking cool is a ghost trying to separate us again can you hear me oh my gosh this ghost doesn't want me to give you a compliment Internet ghost. I said he's fucking cool. Cool cool as shit. Hi, can you hear me? Hello, 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 hello. Tell me when you can hear me.
0: Here.
1: I almost hear you.
0: Now you can hear me, right?
1: Yeah, now I can hear you. The internet ghost got jealous when I tried to give you a compliment. I'm figuring it out. I said you're cool as fuck. And the internet ghost was like, No, I don't want I don't want anyone to know.
0: Yeah, they don't want anybody to know. They want to keep that shit <laughs> a secret. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nah. It's like a secret <laughs> society.
1: No, you can't be a secret.
0: So, like, how often do you orgasm per week?
1: Oh, uh, well, lately it's been less because I've been sad and moody. And uh but I don't know. It used to be every day. Let's see. I had a great orgasm yesterday. Um and that was with a partner. That was really fun. I have a new a new friend, a new sex friend that I'm getting to know. And um Yeah, I don't know. When I'm feeling really horny, I'll masturbate like three or four times a day. And then I'll go through phases where I don't for three or four days at a time. But that's usually if I'm very tired or stressed or not feeling well.
0: Wow. So, like, how do you feel about masturbation overall?
1: Fucking love it. I think everyone should do a lot of it. Unless you're a man. I know men can get sores if they do it too much. So, like, I don't want you to be in pain. But I think... I think people should get off more. I think it releases stress and it, in my experience and from what I've read, it creates increased sex drive. And the more that I know myself, it's not like I waste orgasms. Um, And I know, I know dudes have mixed thoughts on that and they like to save it up. And I actually think that's hot too. So it's kind of just like whatever you're into, I, I feel like people can trust their intuitions and their own personal preferences. And I'm sort of, like, down for whatever. Like, if a dude is, like, oh, I'm saving it for you, I'm, like, cool. <laughs> but also, if they, like, send me a picture or video where they're, like, jacking off to a photo of me, I'm, like, I'm into it. <laughs> but that's but that's because I've told them I'm into it. If they sent that to me unsolicited, you know, there'd be a different response.
0: Right. So, in communication, there has to be, like, some clear communication between you and the other person. Yeah with like everything you do in the sex world so what's the best way for a person to like establish that communication like the male and the female like how do they go about doing that
1: yeah so i've just gotten to the point where i will directly say what are you into and i had a date yesterday morning with someone who started telling me what he wanted to do to me specifically without me asking and i stopped him like he's like i'd like to throw you up against the wall and i said whoa 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 we haven't gotten that far. I'm not comfortable hearing yet what you want to do to me. I haven't said yes to anything. So that's still on the table. But I first would like to hear what you enjoy in general. And then I'll let you know if I'm interested in those things. And then we can talk about what we might want to do together today or whenever. So I just think it's really nice to talk in general about things you like. And I know not there's not perfect answers to everything. And a lot of times people are scared to say what they like because then they think that's the only answer that they're ever going to get to have and I that's not true either but uh, I think it's just a I think and I think it can be really sexy if I'm feeling someone I might invite them to start with what would you like to do to me right now so that's that's if I'm talking to someone a little bit we've talked like I feel connected enough to to start there if I'm still getting to know them I might just start with like what are some things you've enjoyed in the past? Kind of like you asked me earlier. Like, what is what would be a great sex night for you? Or like what's a fantasy that you have that you haven't shared or that you have shared or something you've done or <laughs> haven't done but want to do? So
0: what's your fantasy though? Yo? That's what I Oh want. my
1: God. I want I have so many fantasies. One of my fantasies that I have not accomplished that I hope maybe someday to have is a gangbang or at least a double penetration. So I would love to have a threesome with two dudes and to have a cock up my ass and in my pussy. And I've, I've tried that with, um, a person and a toy and I think I would like it with two people and I'm nervous about it because, you know, a lot of people and a lot of body stuff and it's nervous, but I also love the idea if I had a master again and he or a mistress and if he or she were to organize a gangbang for me, so they're like, in charge of who gets to quote unquote use me, and maybe I'm strapped to a table, maybe probably face down for a gangbang. Um, and then just have people come obviously with condoms, with protection, and I would have kind of a bodyguard there making sure that people are safe so I don't have to worry. But I would love to just see what that feels like. And, you know, I know that's stuff that's very taboo to share, but I believe that I don't have a problem sharing with that, you know, sharing that with people. And I know a lot of people are too shy, but I'm just like, I don't know, dude, I think it'd be hot. <laughs> I mean, if you gotta just you gotta
0: you gotta be real. You gotta share what you're into. So you just want to just like be used, yeah, like in a safe way though. But just in the fantasy world in your mind, you want to be used and just yeah. kind of like taken advantage of by like different random guys and just
1: yeah, have, just and women, to women yeah. too,
0: and just just take out their fantasies on you.
1: Yes, and because you're... here's the thing: I post nude photos. I am into sex. I like people being turned on. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, use me, you know. I'm If I'm in a space where I'm saying it's okay, then it's okay. And that's a different thing. And then I get to still feel respected because I'm not, I'm not inviting people in unless I want them there, if that makes sense. So it's like when I'm in a consensual environment, yeah, that's fucking hot. I have a group of people that want to fuck me and they're okay with doing it in the same evening or morning or whatever the fuck. That's hot. That I feel like a queen of a harem even if I'm strapped to a table and they're quote unquote using me I feel like I'm getting worshipped and I think it's I love bodies I love touches I don't have I used to have negative feelings around numbers and how many people I fucked and I realized that's sex negative and not that's not my boundary that's a societal thing that says women shouldn't enjoy fucking so now that I've kind of stripped that away I'm like yeah, let's uh let's have 10 people in a night and see how it goes. I haven't done that. This is just something I think about. And there's a very real possibility that I wouldn't actually enjoy it because maybe I would get too dry or maybe you know, hopefully people would lube me up if that happened, but um or maybe I would get tired or maybe maybe one cock would be too big and I'd get poked and then I'd have to stop for the night or who knows. <laughs> but I'm curious enough that I would like to try to find out. So that's that's one of my top fantasies right now.
0: What's like your number 2 fantasy?
1: Hmm. Let's see. I would love to just lay on the table and have, you know, maybe like four or five women just touch me like so slowly like starting with my fingertips or my toes I guess it could be men too just anyone who wants to touch me but I think of women because I'm I want it to start off really soft and gentle this I'm just making this fantasy up as I go I love touches I have so many I didn't used to have fantasies at all but now I just have them pop into my head constantly so like in this fantasy if I were somewhere really cool like on the top of a mountain but on a cozy bed or you know like I can go really far fantasy with it but just to be touched slowly 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 so that the sexual tension builds up until I can't fucking stand it and then like I would maybe beg for someone to touch my pussy or to suck my nipples or to scratch me a little bit or give me head rubs or something you know so I love that slow tension building because I think it's so hot and getting edged like that until I'm literally just begging to be fucked you know those are the types of fantasies that that I really am into
0: wow so, what do you consider yourself like? Do you consider yourself like a slut, a regular person? Do you consider yourself like? What do you consider yourself? You know, like how? Um, do you-
1: I consider myself a a lover. Like I am a lover, not a fighter. I'm a lover of lovers. I'm a lover of sex. I'm a lover. Yeah, I think I'm just a lover, and. I mean identification wise I identify as pansexual which just means I love all fuck men women and people of all different gender identities orientations and body parts so I don't I don't distinguish based off of their labels or whatever I just like am attracted to someone if I'm attracted to them Um, and I'm attracted to many people which is usually depends on circumstance so like Usually the reason I'm not having sex with someone is some sort of like time related or social construct or I can see that I would hurt their feelings or they'd become too attached and I don't feel the same way. You know, like I want to make sure we're on the same page about what sex means, but I'm a fucking lover, dude. I just, yeah. And and here's the thing in context i like to be a slut i like to be called a fuck slut i like to be someone's little whore but if someone says those things to me on the street out of nowhere with no consent or no you know if they don't have awareness that i like it and they're doing it to try to do a power play i'll yell at them like that's that's a fucked up thing so those are the kinds of nuances that i want to talk about because it's not that i'm not a whore it's just you can't insult me with that label because if you try to you're just the asshole (laughs) You know, and if you're using it as like a complimentary word because we're in a scene together in some sort of consensual play, then yeah, let me be a whore. So I kind of in, my, in the work I want to do, I want to just sort of flip the language and and change how we view sex and change how we view sex work and just change. I just want to change everything.
0: <laughs> that sounds fucking awesome. For yeah. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Man, like, so let me ask you a question. Like when you speak, I just start thinking. My imagination It starts running wild. Like, damn. You know yeah. What I'm but, but anyway, you feel me? Like, say if you had like a dominator, right? A dom. Yeah. What do you call him a dom. I call it a dom.
1: A a dom. That's like, I'm a
0: dominator, right? So, say if you had a dominator, right? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you're my sub. But he had like a lot of other subs too, though. Like he had like three or four other subs. Yeah. Would you yeah. be cool with that? Yeah.
1: I mean, yes. If my needs are getting met in that relationship, he can see whoever he wants to see. And I dream of being in relationships where my partner's partners get along with me, um, because I have I have had a threesome in a kinky situation where it was two you know me and another submissive serving a dominant, um, and I think that's fucking hot. I love it
0: word so you'd be like kind of down what, what do they call that is that called like polygamy or I don't even know only right if you're married,
1: only if you're married. Um, but it's a, you know it's it's just a, a female female like it's a threesome or a moresome but it's you know I think it'd be fun to call it a harem if it's a dude and a bunch of chicks or if it's the reverse <laughs> of that is a reverse harem and I'm I'm just down for for whatever oh the ghost is back hello Hello?
0: can you hear me I now you. yeah yeah. I can hear you. yeah so could you see yourself like in a long-term relationship where like you're with a dominator or a dom and you're so- a sub and he has multiple subs and you guys like all like gather sometimes what have you but in a long-term relationship like over the years could you see something like that for yourself
1: In my wildest fantasies, I totally do. And the more that I date people and try to connect with people long term, the more kind of jaded and cynical I become. But I'm ever hopeful. So
0: Why do you get jaded and cynical about it?
1: Um, I have a really hard time just the more I go out with people and the more that I feel things not matching and the more I start to feel like I'm a weirdo or I'm alone and I will never find anybody with the same wants and desires that I have. And, you know, on some level, I do believe it's all out there. And then on the other level, there's such a specific mixture of things that have to be in place sometimes to have the really type of, I believe, close connection that can withstand how much people change and grow in a lifetime because I do believe that to stay together long-term everyone in the relationship has to just agree to, to grow together and change together and be pretty flexible in some ways and to uphold agreements and to renegotiate those agreements when they need to be because it's like, we are always going to be changing. But yeah, dude, I totally dream of that. And I, I also would be down to have more than one dom, although sometimes they get a little possessive. So, you know, Um, and the type
0: of dom I am I'm possessive like you can't have multiple doms I'm the only dom around you feel me I'm so dominating that's all the domination energy you need you know what I'm saying
1: I don't know. That might not work for me because I am a lover and I want to be able to touch different people and I want to be able to touch, be touched by more people. And I'm open to the idea of being with only one Dom, but I have a hard time imagining that that person could give me the amount of attention that I desire. So, you know, in a situation where then again, I was pretty fucking satisfied with my master and we only saw each other once a week, but it's like we were constantly talking and sending dirty texts and like... We'd talk on the phone a lot that second year and just we were always in touch and we were always turning each other on. But we were also talking about bringing other people in and had circumstances been different, we might have done that more often. We only did it a couple times. So, Um, you know, I got my fantasies, but I think that uh, especially having a sex podcast, there are a lot of people that want to fuck me (laughs) now. And so I I also don't want to be like a weird sideshow thing. So I don't know how this
0: is a weird, What's a weird sideshow thing? Like, I don't
1: want people to want to fuck me just because I'm the host of this podcast and I don't want people to be like, ooh, I got to fuck Wyo just, like, as a bucket list item. Like, I want to have sexual partners that are interested in me as a person and my actual kinky, submissive self. And, you know, even if I'm having casual sex, I want that person to be interested in my personality and to care enough about me... Because if they don't, then I don't believe they're going to stop when I use my safe word. So for me, there always has to be a base level of respect and human connection. And again, not in a true love for the rest of forever sort of way. But I have to feel that that's in place and not that they're just trying to fuck me because I'm some disembodied name person. I don't know if that makes sense.
0: It does make sense, perfect sense, because you're definitely gonna get like a lot of that as your fame increases. A lot of well, people are just like, yeah, yeah. I want- well,
1: and I, I guess this is just on my mind because it was not a concern until the last couple of weeks when I started getting a bunch of unsolicited fantasies from listeners. And by a bunch, I mean four. But that was more than I mean, I'd gotten zero up till then. And I just started the podcast at the beginning of this year. Um, well, technically December thirty first, twenty eighteen. So does it- the podcast
0: have an expiration date, or is it forever?
1: Uh, It's as long as I can make it last. Um, I'm hoping it's forever. I hope that if I ever become too busy with other work that I can just plan ahead and get episodes out because it's it's a long-term project for me that is becoming my life's work. And it's really special to me. And it's the most expensive, time-consuming passion project.
0: (laughs) Word. So just like we'll be able to listen to the sex podcast, like new episodes, like 20 years from now.
1: I hope so. I mean, that's my dream. But, you know, that's also assuming that the world is still around 20 years from now and that we're not some sort of, like, underwater or nuclear fallout sort of situation.
0: <laughs> I but, hope you're know, around. We, we I, feel like,
1: I feel like sex stories could survive the apocalypse.
0: Word. That's, that's something they would want to keep. Like, yeah, we got to yeah. listen to their sex stories for sure. Like, That's yeah, yeah. crazy. That definitely so, would survive.
1: Hope so. We'll see.
0: I wonder what the stories like outweigh the porno or does the like the porno outweigh the stories? Because the stories I mean, are really real and the porno is like fake I but think, real?
1: I think they both have their value in different ways. I'm really curious to see as technology continues to advance, will there be an episode where I get to interview a sex robot? You know, that's what I'm wondering, or some sort of like human sex robot conglomeration? I don't, I don't know. We'll see how uh... <laughs> you can hear my sci-fi coming out, but we'll see how we go forward. Hello. What?
0: What? Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. Hello. Hello,
1: hello, hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Hello? Oh, I can hear you. Yeah. So why yo? Nope. No. Say, yo, why Y-O, you're really, really hot. I just love your whole like just like capture that as much as I can. I want to create a sex robot based upon you. Would you be comfortable <laughs> with that?
1: Yeah. I think that'd be hilarious and wonderful.
0: And the, and they were like, yeah. And you know, really what, how we're going to test the sex robot is we're going to give it to guys in jail so they can, you know, get their pleasures off.
1: I mean, that's really intense, and I would be <laughs> concerned for my safety if people got out of jail. So that's, like, a very intense <laughs> question. And there is a part of me that's like, well, as long as nobody forced me to watch the crazy videos of whatever's happening to that doll, that'd be fine, I guess. I don't know. You know, I reserve the right to change my answer.
0: So they did the test, and everybody likes the doll. It's really good. So they want to come out with the first version of the doll. And you're going to get, like, paid, like, so much like so handsomely like a percentage of like of every doll the dolls cost like ten thousand dollars and you get like five thousand dollars every time they like buy a doll or something right yeah yeah so like what happens then when people buy them? would you be comfortable with that people buy them and then they are like taking videos and pictures and stuff like look i'm fucking my y-o doll they're making like (laughs) you porns of them like fucking your the doll version of you
1: look if I'm getting paid for that, fuck yeah! Because then I can use my money to make stuff, and if I'm making that much money, then I can have security guards, <laughs> and I don't have to worry.
0: Definitely, you. Definitely- and then
1: I can build like a fucking awesome sex dungeon and invite people in and create safe spaces and do that. I mean, here's the thing: like, it's just a level up of me posting pictures nude. You know, it's a it's a 3D interact. I'm sure there are other people that would probably kill for that opportunity to be to be a widespread sex doll. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy if people are getting off in consensual ways. I am happy to lend my naked photos via Instagram to people if they want to masturbate. I've been getting a lot of messages lately from people that are like, do you have fully nude photos somewhere? And I'm like, oh, I I don't. I don't think so. Like, not consensually. If I do, then it's like ex-lovers who are being assholes. But, you know, maybe that's something that I'll do next and make money off of that. I don't know. I, it's kind of another business venture that's adding another thing to my to-do list. So uh, maybe I should focus on that more. But, you know. I don't know. We'll see what we'll see where I go.
0: Wow. So when you get blowjobs, do you suck the balls?
1: Depends on the person. So I have one partner whose balls are very sensitive, but I can just like have his balls in my mouth like gently and like lick them a little bit. And then I have another partner who like fully wants me to like make the you know make a little circle with my fingers at the base of his balls and like tug on them while i'm deep throating him and like he can i can pull his pretty hard and then i had another partner in the past who enjoyed like light fingernail scratches or just like not like full on biting but like a little bit of teeth across and i i love sucking balls i love it when i can fit them in my mouth i love it when they're too big to fit in my mouth i love it when they're small enough that i can fit both of them in my mouth like i i play with them
0: wow so you love balls
1: I love bodies, yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: I'm what into about, it. What about, like, sweaty balls?
1: Um, Depends. Like, it depends on how sweaty. I have yet to encounter, like, stinky sweaty balls that are so bad that I had to, like, stop. But I've talked to people who have. And I think that if it were, like, hindering my ability to enjoy the experience, I would be like, hey, do you want to go take a shower with me? Or, like, let's go swimming or something like that. But... But regular sweat, like from, you know, if I've been out with a partner all day, like hanging out or gone on a date or whatever, and it's just like regular person sweat, I'm usually into that.
0: So you love the smell of sweaty balls?
1: I mean, if you want me to say I love the smell of sweaty balls, I will. But there's some caveats, so it just depends.
0: (laughs) So most of the time, sweaty balls from a partner can. Say that. Say that again most of the time like the the scent of the sweaty balls of a partner can be a turn on
1: i think they can be i i will also say i don't have a great sense of smell so that's probably my least good sense
0: <laughs> oh can you hear me you said you will also say no, i lost you
1: I will also say that I do not have a great sense of smell compared to other people, so that could be a factor.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's a movie uh, with Chris Rockin, and he's like a rapper. I, for, I forgot what the movie's called. Anyway, he was a rapper, right? And inside, inside, it's like a parody movie. And inside the movie, their famous song was Sweat on My Walls." Yeah,
1: <laughs> Hilarious. I just always think of... Um, south park don't they talk about sweaty balls or something or they talk about balls a lot and people always talk about that but that's what i always think about
0: word so how do you feel about tits and clits
1: love them like i love nipples i love sucking on them male or female or whatever gender um clits i always gotta ask questions mine personally is very 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 sensitive so I, she can get sucked on lightly or really strong if the entire mouth is, like, outside the outer labia. Like, if it's, like, a full-on sucking that way. But if someone tries to, like, drag their finger directly aclo- across my own clitoris, I will be in pain to the point where I can't – I have to call red. Like, it's not, not the good kind of pain. Like, it's, like, too much. So I have a really sensitive clitoris. Um, I know some other women who can, like, get slapped pretty hard directly or like you know you can kind of go to town so i just always check in to see and similar with nipples i have some friends who have really 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 sensitive nipples and then i mine are not that sensitive and i also know some women who have the great kind of sensitive nipples that can have orgasms from them um and i'm very jealous of that because i am not one of those people so far anything's possible
0: word so here's your question I know like a lot of guys are listening by now like all the cool stuff we talked about like they're listening in right and you're like probably like damn she's so fucking hot <laughs> right
1: yeah maybe we'll see I don't know
0: <laughs>
1: say that again tell me again ask me again What'd you
0: I, say? I said this cock size matter and what's your preferred cock size
1: oh well, I I know people are gonna be like, oh come on, just say it. I don't have an answer. Um, I'm sure there is an upper limit that I have yet to reach, like where someone would have to be really gentle because I can get poked. Um, I've never encountered a micro penis personally, so
0: what's a micro? Maybe what is that? It's a
1: very small penis. It's a very small penis. So like I, but here's the thing: if someone is willing to play with me. It's a matter of figuring out how.
0: <laughs> like,
1: there are cock extenders, which I've learned about recently. There are cock sleeves, if you want to add girth. Um, if So if you want to make things longer, there are toys for that. I'd be open to playing that way if someone really wants to fuck me. But it's also, like, if they can use their hands and toys and mouths and whatever else, like, I, I'll do anything. Because it's, like... I'm into women. I don't need a particular body shape or size to do anything. Um, But if someone is too large, like I feel like if someone is past eight or nine inches, I'd have to like get out a measuring stick and test. But um, then I feel like I'm into the kind of like stabby region. And so at that point, I would just need someone who... I don't mind a little bit of stabby pain like I especially if I'm getting fucked really rough but there are certain angles where it will like take my breath away and I will have to pause because it will hurt too much so if someone's huge then I need to like probably talk to them and I'm you know I'm not in porn for a reason (laughs) for many reasons but um yeah so I don't I don't know I all sizes are welcome it's just we've got to have a conversation if there's some
0: extremes so micro penis guys are good to go like if you got like a, like a 2 inch penis or less you, you you they're game though.
1: Yeah. As long as as long as they aren't fucking weird about it. Like as long as they're willing to tell me you know if I'm with someone that's not living in reality like if they were trying to dirty talk me and had a 2 inch penis and they're like you like that is this the biggest fucking cock you've ever seen? That would take me out of it because I'd be like, uh, am I lying? Am I supposed to lie? What do I do? You know, that's that's a different thing. But if they're just like, hey, here's what I like. Hey, I want to have a strap on. Hey, I want you to put me entirely inside your mouth. Hey, I want to be in your asshole, but I don't know if I can make it past your cheeks. Like, can you spread them? I'm open to that. Like, <laughs> um, I'm down to play and I think one of the things that's so fun for me is just the different experiences of all different body sizes and people don't believe me I've had partners that are like feeling insecure about their bodies and I have to reassure them like no I like your body like if I'm if I'm getting naked with you there I'm attracted to something and you just need to trust me and like please let's not waste our time or energy feeling self conscious like let's get turned on let me help you like let me let me play with you
0: word that sounds lit sounds like you're like you know like you, you're like some kind of greek goddess or something you got like those powers or something Of was...
1: yeah i mean i don't know i must i i like sex a lot and i'm destroying the shame around it that said it's like i can't have sex with everyone i have a lot of stuff i need to do and i can't spend my entire life getting hit on and fucking <laughs> unless someone starts to just like put money in my bank account Uh oh! Hello, 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 hello. Can you hear me? Why yo? Hello, oh, I got you. All right,
0: yeah. Hey, I gotta
1: start wrapping up because I gotta go.
0: Let's wrap up. So, one last question, though: What's your favorite place to get came on?
1: Oh, I have to pick one. No, I can't. I I can't pick one. I fucking love getting come on so much. Um, I only have an answer for where I don't like getting come on. Um, one time a partner went to go come on my face, which I'm so into, but it went like part of it went straight up my nose and I could not handle that. Like it was so weird feeling. So I would say like ears. Okay. Mouth is great. Face is great. Love come on my tits, Love my back. Um, I obviously also cannot like I'm not on birth control so people can't come straight inside me but other places are great not my nose just please not my nose
0: (laughs) no nose coming everything else it makes
1: me laugh yeah everything else that won't get me pregnant is cool um my former partner we were fluid bonded so we didn't use protection we were because we were each other's only partners for a while and he had a vasectomy and he could come all over me inside of me in all my holes and I just fucking loved it like he would like Come in my pussy, pull out a little bit, and then like make a video of it dribbling down my asshole, or vice versa. And I just, I think it's hot. I don't know. I know it's not for everyone. I know some people get grossed out by cum. I what
0: is what is fluid bonded mean? What does that mean?
1: Fluid bonded means that we exchange fluids without protection, so we don't use barriers, so there were no condoms involved. But it means that we do it with only each other in our agreement. And so there are other people that are like fluid bonded with multiple people which i don't think i would feel comfortable with because it's just it gets unsafe really fast i'm i use condoms with all my partners um he and i were long-term partners and he had a vasectomy and so we were just fucking each other for about a year and so we didn't use protection
0: word hey so where do they like check out your podcast where can they find it
1: Oh my god! You can find it on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and it is called Sex Stories. If if it doesn't come up right away, it usually does, but you can also just type in y o w y o h, and I come up. You can find Sex Stories that way. You can find us on Instagram at Sex Stories Pod, and my personal is at YO Lee, which is W Y O H L E E.
0: Awesome. So YO Sex Stories podcast. Follow you on Instagram at YO right
1: at wildly or at sex stories pod
0: word sex stories pod y'all you know rockstar podcast music king another day another dollar man we get into the bag holla at y'all later man rockstar out